This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 311 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Equine Performax, by Mita Dewormers, and TotalSaddleFit.com. This week, Reese and Philip talked to Dr. Mark of Equine Performax about the Aqua Pacer, dressage rider Janae Vaughn on her trip to Europe, and Reese and I get to talk to Philip's mom to find out what a bad boy he was growing up. This is Reese Koffler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Fergus, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show with our host, producer, all-around good guy, Glenn. Hey! Good to talk <laughs> to hey you guys, guys. How are you? How you doing? Good. You guys Excellent. been busy. You've been away. I have. I have been away. Travis and I actually went on a real vacation. I do not think I saw a horse for 10 days. No shopping, um, no horse shopping, nothing? Actually, yeah, we did go horse shopping. <laughs> not, not, we went to a tack shop. I, oh. We went to France. Um, one of my dear friends was getting married. And uh, how often in France, she's French. Cool. And uh, she was an exchange student here our senior year. And we stayed really good friends. We were. She lived at a farm like right down the road from me. So I sort of, you know, Initially, I was just asked to do all the driving, uh, and so we became very, very good friends, and we've remained good friends now, you know, for a couple years <laughs> since uh, high school, and uh, she invited us to the wedding, and, uh, you know, I talked to her probably once a week still uh, through Facebook, and, and I'd never met her children, and it was really, really fun. I mean, how often can you go to an actual French wedding? Uh, so we had a ball. We just, we, we did Paris and the Louvre and the Orsay Museum and we went to the catacombs, um, and just really enjoyed, enjoyed Viva La France. We enjoyed everything. It was, it was great. We had a ball. Awesome. I yeah. saw you did Sounds a cool. selfie with the Mona Lisa. We did. Yeah. I think everybody did a selfie <laughs> everybody with the Mona does. Lisa. Yeah. yeah I, it's so funny. I want to say something. You're much prettier. Much, much oh, bigger. Than the Mona Lisa? Yeah, they oh, should have painted Glenn, you. Glenn, That's why are you trying to score points oh, today? Oh, thanks, Glenn. <laughs> what did you do? He's my good friend. Oh, okay. Glenn, that's so nice. And yeah, it was true. fun. Did you see, also, we may have to post it on Facebook. Um, we were in a museum, and, and Paris is such a cool place because it's so international. I mean, there's, you know, there are people from all over. And there was one statue, and unfortunately, I don't know the name of it. But it looks like the statue is holding a tablet. But it looks like a phone. So I look up, and Travis is being silly, and he walks up along with probably five other gentlemen of all different races and height, and and they all do the same pose as the as the statue. And I am telling guy. you, yeah. it's the phone guy. It was hilarious. I mean, it was just great, and it was yeah, one of my favorite moments. It was really funny, and and. Cool. Uh, but the Louvre is just such a cool place, and we spent we spent a day there actually. But you know, it, it's and we saw like a wing. You know, it's like so so much. But yeah, you can't it do it. Really oh, did you eat at every pastry shop in France? Oh yeah, uh, pretty much. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, it was it was great. Uh, we did. But the good the the good thing about where we were is we walked a ton, so it was good because. There wasn't too much damage done to the waistline, maybe a little, but um, not too much because we just walked a ton. So that was that was fun. And uh, we went up to Deauville, which is actually there's a race course there. And uh, there was a horse show going on, a jumping show. 
And so where there's a race course, there is a tech shop. So of course, uh, I went to the tech shop and, uh, I met actually some people that have a connection here to Lexington. So it was pretty cool. So, uh, you know, the, the horse world is so the small. World. Yeah. So small. <laughs> so cool. it was pretty cool. So, uh, we had, we just had a, we had a big time. So I did go to a tech shop as we all would. I needed a few things that you can only get in Europe. So that was pretty fun. So. Nice. Yeah, and then so, yesterday I saw pictures of something that uh, was so cool. Make a Wish is my favorite charity, and you got to work with them granting a wish. Tell us about that. I did. I did. Um, so we got home on Sunday, and and I got an email while I was in France. Uh, there was a young lady who her wish was to come to Kentucky and to be a horse trainer. Um, and so I said. Absolutely. We'd love to have her. And uh, it was fantastic. Uh, she came yesterday at two o'clock and uh, the news cameras and, and all I was it, there. were the, I didn't realize quite so many people were going to come. And uh, it was wonderful. Uh, her name was Mary. And uh, just it was cool. We uh, uh, she went to the tech shop and got all new equipment to ride on new a helmet and boots and britches and all kinds of things. Uh, she wore her clothes. She was so excited. And uh, a couple of my girls, uh, we gave a lesson, a little lesson, but I could tell she really wanted to ride. So uh, one of my dear clients has a wonderful Frisian. And I tell you what, you know, horses are amazing creatures and he couldn't have been more perfect. Uh, Merlin, Magical Merlin is his name, actually. We just adore him. He's in a wonderful horse, actually. And he was perfect because there was quite a lot of cameras and flashes and people moving around and he he did. And she jumped right up there. Um, her aunt actually, she was very comfortable around the horses, which was really cool. Um, and she jumped right up on Merlin and we rode around the ring and we talked about some dressage, uh, letters and riding corners. And so we did a lesson actually. And, and it was just really one of those special moments in life where you just are so thrilled that I could share, uh, what I do every day and, and share my facility and my horses. Um, and everybody got treats. I, I, we, I, I don't think I've given out so many treats. Uh, the horses were very, very into it at the end of the day. They all, we, we got used a whole tub of stub muffins, but that was totally fine. Oh, you know and, what happens the next day? They're looking for those. Yeah. Treats. They're looking for treats. Uh, they're like, they why was yesterday special? Yeah. Yeah. Not yes. Bring that kid back. <laughs> yeah. We love, we loved her. So it was really a special day. And, uh, uh, you know, I was thrilled to help, uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And I'll tell you what, if, if there's ever a charity, uh, that you would like to donate, it's a really cool, cool thing. So, uh, we were, we were thrilled to grant Mary's wish of being a horse trainer in Kentucky Yay. yesterday. So it was really neat. It was Good a neat day. You. Good for her. So, yeah. yeah, it was fun. You. Yeah. Really fun day. So I think, I think our team got as much or more out of it than she did. So it was really cool. So if anybody can ever get involved, please, please do. Cause it's pretty neat. All right. Well, I think before we get to the show today, I just wanted to run through a few scores because last weekend um, we were at Paul Grave, um, which is they're hosting the big CDI and, and they're doing team selection and and lots of um, international riders. All our Canadian riders are back from Florida and it's our first show and the weather was beautiful and it was really fun. So really exciting. Um, in the pre-St. George, Diane Creech and Robbie W. won with a 70%, followed by Chris Van Martel's. And Silver Star, Brittany Frazier, and All In, Shannon Duick, and Contaris. So that was a really nice St. George. I got to ride, got to watch quite a few of the rides in between coaching my own students and running around and doing my own thing. So, uh, so it was a good show. The I1 was won again by uh, Diane Creech and Robbie W., uh, Brittany Frazier, All In, Shannon Duick, 
Antares. Leslie Reed is here from the from the West Coast, so that was fun. She was uh, fourth in that class. And then uh, we'll just run to the Grand Prix. Belinda Trussell was the winner with Anton. I really love that horse. And, That's uh, a lovely horse, really yep. Great combination. Then uh, Megan Lane and Caravella. Also, she's been on the show, well. yeah. She went to the world, yeah. She went to the World Games and stuff. Uh, Lauren Samus was here from uh, from the U.S. And then uh, Jackie Brooks in fourth. And then the special was run won by Belinda as well. And then Jackie Brooks, Crystal Boylan's here. Like all our best riders are all in all in town, sort of thing, getting ready for the uh, for the Pan Am. So that's really fun. The the Curta music was uh, was won by Megan Lane. So congratulations to all those riders, and I mean there were really big classes in the in the CDI, um, and it was a really fun show. Excellent. The next scores I wanted to bring up was uh, is Munich because all the all the American riders are in Germany right now doing a really good job because uh, Kim Herslaw won the pre Saint George with a seventy one point one five percent, and S- Sabine Schutkeri won the uh, was second in the Saint George. And then uh, the first European rider in, in the class was third here, Patrick Vandermeer, Coco Chanel. And then uh, uh, Olivia, the Goy Welts, was uh, fourth. And then uh, Casey Perry was fifth. So all of those U.S. riders right up there in the top doing awesome on the, in the beginning to the European tour. And then let's see, uh, Grand Prix, the three-star was won by uh, Dorothy Schneider with St. Emilion. And then here's uh, Stefan Peters, second with Rosamunda in the three-star. Um, and then third, Jessica von bredel Verndel, who we saw at the World Cup, does a really beautiful job, uh, was third. Isabel Vert was fourth. Alison Brock, fifth. Fantastic. And then uh, your next American rider was tenth, Casey Perry. And then uh, let's run down here. Kathleen Rain was 13th. So, you know, all the Americans up there in the top in, in the European competition. So. Because they're doing all your preparation to come to come to Canada. Oh, yeah, that's very fun for us. That they we're <laughs> watching and uh, cheering everybody on for sure. So we love it. So good for them, and we we'll keep we'll keep it up, and uh, uh, we'll try and get Olivia on or Kim, uh, both really good friends of the show, uh, to give us a give us an update on what it's like over there. So their their pictures are beautiful. It's, they're at a really beautiful place in Bavaria, and looks like they're doing really well. So we wish them continued luck. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I guess we'll get to the show right away here. Uh, Glenn, who's coming up? Well, I think we'll start with Dr. Mark, who's going to join us here once a month and give us a little bit of uh, uh, kind of, he's going to go over therapies that you can do with your dressage horses when you're rehabilitating uh, and for whatever injuries. And we're going to do a different one each month. And we're starting with a little water this time. So let's take a listen. Well, Philip and Reese, we want to welcome Dr. Mark from Equine Performax at the Jekyll Center, which is about 30 minutes south of Nashville, Tennessee, to the show. He's going to join us once a month for a little while to talk about different therapies that your horse can do to recuperate. Hi, Dr. Mark. Hi there. How are you guys doing today? We're great. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, Dr. Mark, tell us a little bit first, uh, tell the dressage audience a little bit about the Jekyll Center and what you guys do there. Well, as Glenn said, we're located 30 minutes south of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful facility that um, uh, Andre and Teresa Jekyll have, have provided for us here. Uh, outstanding uh, arena and with footing 
And one of the real emphasis that, that, that they wanted to put into effect here was a rehabilitative therapy for, for equine athletes. And so they put in all the modalities, uh, the uh, underwater treadmill, the cold water leg spa, the uh, um, lasers, the uh, uh, therapeutic ultrasounds, you name it, we've got it, and they do it. They have we have two full time therapists here that are that are well trained in their in their uh, positions and and do a great job and do a, do a wonderful job. We we also have a training facility here with a trainer, uh, Marie uh, Michelle Zimmer, uh, excellent trainer, been in the uh, hunter jumper business for in her entire life and does a does a terrific job. And then about a year and a half ago, I, I've been practicing here in Nashville area for about twenty five years. They asked me to move my practice into this facility and uh, become acting director of the rehabilitative services along with our veterinary services. And it's just been a, a great uh, situation to move into. Dr. Mark, you have the dream veterinarian job. People bring their horses to you and leave them, and then you get to work on their horses and then send them home. And you don't have to leave it, the place. It's perfect. The, 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 <laughs> it is. It, 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 you know, I have to pinch myself every day when I come to the office. It's, it's, it's just been a uh, a real blessing to get to come to a place like this to work. Well, I'll put links to uh, the website at the at jacocenter.com. Uh, I'll put links on the website on the Facebook page. You have to go check the place out. It's absolutely stunning. Not to mention the concerts they get there with big names from Nashville coming in. It just looks like a fun place to be. Uh, and what we're going to do over the next couple of months is we're going to pick a therapy, and Reese and Philip are going to chat with you about it. And we're starting this month with the Aqua Pacer, which I've never had experience with, but Reese, I think, has. So tell us about that. Well, it is an underwater treadmill. The horses actually walk into uh, a container that is up to their... Uh, uh, it comes up, depending on the size of the horse, it'll, it, it'll take in the entire horse. Uh, and then the, the, they start walking and then gradually the water fills and it will fill up to, uh, depending on the size of the horse once again, but most of them, even the large warm bloods, we can get them to up to the point of their shoulder. And with that, we're getting some real buoyancy, meaning that the horses are, are, are not completely floating like they would be in a swimming situation, but they, they are reducing the amount of weight that they're putting on their legs. So it reduces the concussive forces. Uh, that their that their lower limbs are experiencing. It also, as the water fills, it's very interesting, and we use this a lot too. If we keep the water low, these horses have a lot of action and, and really increases their range of motion. If we have some horses that have some injuries where there is loss of range of motion, this is something that we can do to stimulate them to to really flex and extend those joints uh, to reestablish their 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 motion in those in those joints. Uh, and then, of course, as we fill the uh, the uh, the uh, the pacer, the the resistance increases, and the horses have to work much harder. And even at a two or mile, on, two to three a mile an hour walk that we have them at, these guys are really doing a lot of work, and they really get to blowing and huffing and puffing. They get a real workout when they come out of that, when they come out of the unit. Like I say, when we use it a lot for uh, rehabilitating therapy. Uh, horses that are coming back from injury, but I like it also a lot, particularly for the dressage horse, just some of the older horses that don't need to be pounding around every day, but they need that exercise to keep strength up and keep keep their muscles toned up so that, so that it prevents instability around the joints. I think that's probably one of our biggest um, 
culprits when it comes to joint in, uh, uh, injury is instability around those joints. And these horses, you know, you can't work them necessarily because you don't want to have the concussive forces on them by doing the exercises in the treadmill. It keeps those muscles and the tendons and ligaments tight and reduces the instability of a joint. So it's got dual purpose, not only for the horses coming back from injury, but also for those uh, old campaigners that probably don't need to be pounding around as much as they are, but they need, need the continued work. And we were talking off air on how the aquapacer is so much better for dressage horses versus swimming. Can we talk a little bit about why why you would choose to to, to use the aquapacer instead of the pool on a like for the working horse? Right, exactly. In, in a swimming pool, these horses are going to be very inverted. They're going to try and keep their head up out of the water, and and the head's going to go up, and the back's going to go down. And, and and if you look underwater, what they're doing, they're really flailing around under there just trying to keep swimming. So that inverting the, the, the back is, is really not what we're wanting to accomplish. It's not going to build those muscles that we're really looking for for these horses to be able to move. Whereas in the aqua tread, they actually can bend, flex their back, put their heads down, and really work through that water and really strengthen that top line uh, like we want to see these, these dressage horses uh, have. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm I'm a big believer in, in, in this much, much more over what you'd get from a swimming situation. Swimming has its advantages sometimes because you do get full buoyancy and there is no load. But in most cases, I'm really much more of a believer in the, in the treadmill than I am for the, than the uh, than swimming, particularly for, as you said, Reese, for the, uh, for the, for the dressage horse. And can you talk to us a little about about some of the most common dressage injuries i'm talking um you know probably suspensories and soft soft tissue damage that uh that this can help with bringing horses back from those type of injuries right absolutely you know we well and as you said suspensory injuries probably are the main thing that we see and uh you know we'll here at the jekyll center we're going to do a lot with those injuries depending on how severe they are you know we might be doing some regenerative cell therapy prp stem cells that sort of thing and then along with that, we're going to be treating them with the uh, uh, initially uh, the laser unit, trying to reduce inflammation, and 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 uh, I should shouldn't say the, the, the yeah the, the laser unit trying to reduce the inflammation that sort of thing. And then we're going to come back. I really like using the therapeutic ultrasound. That really stimulates some healing. So once we get those horses to some degree of healing in there, we try and get them into that treadmill pretty quick. You know, as opposed to the you know, three or four months of, of stall rest hand walking. We're like to get them in there in, as quickly as a, as a month out from, from the initial injury. And, and both have to watch those guys very closely with that, you know, and that's where the, uh, the girls uh, do a great job of, of when those horses come out of the tread, out of the uh, underwater treadmill, they, they're watching how they're going in there and how they're handling it. As they come out, they're checking those areas. If there's, if there's any heat or anything like that, if there's any concern, I'll be, they'll bring them over for me to look at. We'll, we'll run the ultrasound on here. We're, we're able to repeatedly ultrasound those, those injuries and keep a very close eye on them and see how they're responding. So, um, but with the combination of the treadmill work and us keeping a very close eye on them, uh, the, also the therapies like the laser unit, uh, the therapeutic ultrasound, that sort of thing, uh, we're able to get these horses back. You know, I, I don't necessarily say quicker. But but at the same time, it is because they're able to really go back to to more work a, a lot quicker, and we're still giving it time for the for the full healing effect. But these horses, uh, 
are back to work much faster than what they'd be just with the old tried and true. Well, I'll back off that, not tried and true anymore. The old type of therapy of stick them in a stall and then walk them and then gradually bring them back. We're able to get them back much quicker. And I think with a much uh, sounder horse uh, and, and much better healing than what we were, we were getting just with uh, the old, just well, and, you know, in my opinion, go. it's about keeping keeping the muscles to be able to support the joints to do to do the, to do their job. And when the horse is in a stall, all they do is um, nothing basically, and all the muscle goes away. And then you got to work to build that back up before you can start yeah. even thinking about Absolutely. the horse doing their job you, you, again. You, so I agree a hundred percent. You know, it's not just healing up that area; it's keeping the rest of the body fit so that when they do go back to work, you don't have those other issues come up because. As you said, they lose they lose they lose fitness, they lose tone, they lose joint stability, and it predisposes them to injuries elsewhere besides what you're dealing with. So, so no doubt, uh, having them in that treadmill uh, prevents the the other problems from coming up once you do come out of there and start going back to work. No doubt. And, and Dr. Mark, explain to our listeners on how you get the horses in. I think it's really interesting to see you guys do it. So, how does that yeah, work? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it varies with individuals. Some horses are very good about going in there and, and just take to it, pardon the pun, like a duck to water. You know, they, they, <laughs> they just go in there and, and, they're, and, and they, they handle it just fine. Typically, the first time in, it's going to be a process of maybe a little bit of sedation if the horse is, is, is uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, a bit nervous a and not, not too excited yeah, about going there. A little, little high-strung. Exactly. <laughs> And uh, so we'll, we'll we'll give them a little bit of sedation, and then we might walk them through. It's, it's very much like loading into a trailer, you know. So I mean, most of these horses are very used to that. Once we once we get them loaded in there, then we'll start off the treadmill, walk moving really slow, and uh, then uh, if they're handling that well, then we'll start filling it with water, and and we won't get it too high to begin with. We like for them to splash around in there a little bit so that they're getting splashed in the face and that sort of thing. Let them get used to the water splashing up on their belly, on their legs, into their face and that sort of thing. And they get they get accustomed to that. And most of them, um, two or three trips, at the most, two or three trips in, they're, they're, they're to the point of going up to full depth and, and, and into full exercise and that thing. They, they really take to it quite well. We've had we've had a few horses that that were you know just could not get them to relax in there, but that's been a very rare case. We've had uh, one horse that uh, he was quite the jumper. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he, he showed you, out. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he came out of there, but it, he wasn't hurt or anything like that. He did just fine with that. But but uh, mo- it, it is it is a process of getting them used to it, and uh, but most of them, like I say, take to it quite well. So do you have horses coming into the Jekyll Center just, you know, as part of their training, as part of their fitness routine to come in and use that aqua fit? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, we probably see about more of that actually than we do the, the, than we do injuries. Unfortunately, uh, we, we see an awful lot of horses coming here just to maintain level of fitness without doing all the pounding and that sort of thing on, on their own horses. I mean, I'm, Myself, I, I, I ride also in the horse that I, I showed. He had quite a few injuries, and I was able to keep him fit enough to show and, and at the same time uh, uh, keep him uh, uh, sound if we worked him to keep him fit enough. And uh, we started putting him in that uh, in the treadmill, and he really came on. You know, we didn't, he wasn't getting the pounding. He was, stay, he was getting fit without getting sore, and we started going to horse shows and, and uh, doing quite well 
once you do that. So that is a big plus. We were just curious on what is the cost per session to use the Aquapacer if you came to if the it, Jacobson? If it's, a, if it's on an a la carte kind of thing, you just the people hauling in, it's uh, $50 to go into the treadmill. If they're here at the center uh, for rehab, the, uh, the fee is, and this includes every kind of therapy we have, it's $85 a day. And with that, a horse will go on the treadmill. He might go on a cold leg spa. He would have the MagnaWave therapy. He might have uh, laser therapy. Uh, he'll spend uh, time on the vibe plate. He gets all these different modalities for that one uh, cost of $85 a day, which I think is, I mean, if you put it on a per that's, that's uh, pretty awesome. very modality reasonable. basis, yeah, yeah. Very reasonable. yeah you, you, you can imagine what that'd be three times that. So yeah. it's, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, Teresa really wants to, to push forward with this and get people utilizing it more and recognizing just how important rehabilitative care is for your horse. And uh, we have quite a few, uh, several older horses that just live here. And then um, do all the. Uh, they know their job. They don't. They don't necessarily have to have a lot of training, but they have to be fit and comfortable. And we have several horses that just live here and then pull out of here and go to the horse show. There, there's. They are ridden some. Uh, you know, just keep because we do want to have some concussive horses on them. But uh, we have several of them that just live here and go to the horse shows and then come back here, and uh, they stay fitter and and continue to show. Whereas prior to doing this, they they were constantly being the vet for one issue or another and uh their issues have reduced uh tremendously well dr mark well thank you so much for joining us here on the dressage radio show we look forward to having you back again next month to talk about another modality i see i sound like i know what the hell i'm talking about now <laughs> we know better. I, I sound good. See all these things I learned on the show? Well, it's true. We, we appreciate that. It's equineperformax.com, and we'll post links on our Facebook page and also in our show notes as well. Thank you, Dr. Mark. Thank you. It was very nice talking to you all. We all know the importance of deworming our horses, and Dr. Ellefson of Biomedia Equine is helping us make sure we are doing it right. Listen for his four-part series the first week of every month on this very show. I just wanted to remind everyone, if you are due for deworming, why not save a few bucks on the popular Biomedia line of wormers, including Equimax, Bimectin, Exodus, Exodus Multidose, and Equal. You can find coupons and special offers at buymediaequine.com, including a variety of rebate offers from cash to free ivermectin. You can also get up to $2 a dose back for Equimax. And while you're at Buy Me to Equine, get your free horse health record keeper, and you can just download it there. Plus, learn a bunch about parasites and deworming at Buy Me to, that's B-I-M-E-D-A, equine.com. We at the Horse Radio Network all use Buy Me to Dewormers because we want the best for our horses, and we know you want the best for yours, too. Buy me to equine.com and tell them the Horse Radio Network sent you. Well, everybody, I know you're so looking forward to Philip's mom because it's awesome. But before <laughs> before that, we are going to have Janae Vaughn. She is a, a U25 rider that just got awarded one of the grants to go to Europe. So we look forward to uh, her continued success and listening to her interview. Well, it is our pleasure this evening to have Janae Vaughn. She is a California girl, and she just was invited to the USET Foundation grant to train in Europe and compete in the U25 division. Janae, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Well, we were, we, I was thrilled. I've known you since you were a junior. I think we competed at Gladstone together. So I've been watching your career (laughs) develop and uh, I was so thrilled you won this grant. So tell us a little bit about your idea to apply and about your horse. Just kind of fill us in on everything. Okay. Well, this is my second time doing the the under-25 division. I did the first under-25 division in 2013 and one reserve champion at Gladstone or in Kentucky, but the Festival of Champions. And um, then I just decided to do Grand Prix the following year because of school. The dates didn't work out with finals. And then I decided, oh, I heard they would be doing a European tour and I would really want to try out for that. So I have came back down to the under-25 and you know, they've been doing this whole pipeline series of clinics, and um, I started to go to those, and they said, you know, you could apply for the developing program, and that's where it first started. I sent in my application for the developing program, and that's where they kind of watched the riders help coach at the competitions and see how you do there, and then they'll invite you to their clinics and observe you, and then if you do well in the clinics, it kind of helps them pick the team along with your competition scores. And that's where it all started out and um, how they chose me. So so you must have been working with Debbie McDonald a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Debbie and Robert. I mean, sometimes Debbie couldn't make it to the CD, CDIs out here. So Robert would watch and then report back to Debbie or like the other coaches that were involved in the U.S. coach team. And and how would you describe their, their training style and their, and their help for, for you and your horse? Oh, I absolutely love having lessons with Debbie. She was amazing. She really makes you want to do your best, but keeps it fun and encouraging at the same time. And, you know, she does what's best for you and the horse and makes it nice and effective. Well, tell our listeners about your horse because he's fantastic. Yeah. So Donovice is a 2001 stallion. So he's turning 14. He's Hanoverian. Um, I first bought him in 2010, so we've been together four years, and before he was with Chris Hickey at Hilltop, and then um, some someone saw me, and they were just like, oh, wow, you're so, like, petite. Are you looking for a horse? Because I was looking for a horse, but I went to Germany and didn't find anything that, you know, I really connected with. And so we were kind of just looking in uh, the U.S. and someone actually saw me and was like, there's a stallion that, you know, I don't know if he's for sale or not, but I really think you guys would be a great, like, team together. And they've only seen me ride twice. And so I went up to Hilltop and tried him and fell in love with him and started Young Riders that year. And we made it onto the team as the anchor rider. And I think we got Team Silver that year. So it was really fun. And then we moved up to Brentina Cups the next year. And now we're here. And he's just such a sweet boy. He's really like a puppy dog at the barn. He'll let you lead him around. He doesn't act like a stallion. I mean, people have to like double check when they see him in the cross eyes. Like, is that a stallion? Because he literally just, he's so friendly. Like, doesn't even blink an eye out of mare. He's just a really good boy. And he loves what he does. Like Debbie always says, he's an overachiever. And Kathleen Rain says he's like an overachiever and he tries his hardest and never like throws a fit or does anything. So I just really enjoy riding him. So Janae, we know that you uh, just sort of found out that you've won this grant, but can you tell us anything about 
your plans or what you're thinking about when um, timeline wise and, and stuff when you go to Europe? Yeah, so far so far they've told me that they believe we're gonna compete in France and um, I think they're looking around uh, CDI and like Duval and, and Nisi and it's gonna be at the end of July and the beginning of August are our two CDIs picked so far. And that's just, you know, provisional, so we don't know for sure, but I also want to go over there and train, so that's going to be something fun to do also. Yeah, no, that'll be fantastic. Is this the first time you're going to bring Adonar Vice back? He's, he was imported when he was younger? No, no, no. He's U.S. bred. Oh, by, how cool um, is that? Yeah, that's by awesome. Rachel Elrich, so it's really fun. I'm excited to have Excellent. A, a U.S. bred horse representing the U.S. is pretty fun. That's fantastic. So what is your ultimate goal with him? You know, I think I'm just taking it step by step. And um, this was our goal for this year to make it to Europe. And then after I see how the European competitions go, I would love to move up and keep representing the U.S. um, on teams in the future. That's my big goal. So we'll see how it goes in Europe. And then after that, I think we'll just set a new goal and try to accomplish that. That's fantastic. Well, you do such a beautiful job with them, and we are going to be watching you on your trip to Europe and wishing you well through the whole U25. Who else is on your team uh, that also um, won the grants? It's Chase Hickok and Sagacious. They only chose two for the under 25, but I'm really excited to go with her. Fantastic. And who is the Young Rider team going? Um, I believe it's Aiden Ollier. Um, Catherine Chamberlain, B.B. Davis, and, um, shoot, Grand McConnell is the horse's name, and Cassidy Gallman is the rider's name. Oh, fantastic. So there's quite a nice team of... That's a good group. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a great group. A lot of friends yeah. of our show are going going to Europe, so that, that makes yeah, us happy. Yeah, I'm so excited. And, you know, thank you to Kiko Yamazaki and all the other donors who, you know, made this possible, because I don't think... A- any of us would be able to go without them. Fantastic. Well, Janae, thanks so much for coming on the show. And if our listeners want to get in touch with you or, or help at all with the trip, how would they do that? You know, um, I have an email or a Facebook. And my email is Vaughn at me.com. So they could message me there or they could message me on Facebook. I'm pretty good about responding. And yeah, that would be awesome if they ever want, if they have any questions or if they want to help donate, because I'm applying for more scholarships and grants now because it's just pricey, but you know, it's a one for a lifetime trip. It's a huge cost. It's a huge cost. Going to Europe. And and so uh, if anybody wants more information on how to donate, they can also go to the USCT Foundation. Uh, They will also help. Uh, But Robert Dover and Akiko, everyone really worked very, very hard this year to send all of our riders over there. We have a group over there now. So yeah, it's kind of a U.S. invasion. Yeah, of Europe. I love it. They they sent the, the main teams and now they're sending all kinds of you know, little young riders and under 25 riders. Everybody gets to go. There'll be nobody left in yeah. America. <laughs> yeah. Well, we wish you luck, Janae, and stay in touch with us, okay? I know I'll stay in touch with you through Facebook, and uh, we want to hear how it goes at, when you guys get home. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, next on the show, as promised, for one year, Suzanne Parks. 
Philip Mo- Philip's mom is on the show. Brought to you by Mother's Day and TotalSaddleFit.com. Total Saddle Fit, the shoulder relief girth that Reese and Philip both love. And here's why. The Saddle Fit solution you have been waiting for is finally here. TotalSaddleFit.com is proud to introduce the shoulder relief girth. This strategically shaped girth actually moves the girth line of your saddle back over one inch, thereby freeing your horse's shoulders from the saddle. Traditional girths pull saddles up against a horse's shoulders and often over the top of the shoulders. The shoulder relief girth's recessed ends allow for the billets to buckle into the girth farther back to give your horse unparalleled freedom of motion. We are so certain that your saddle will fit better and your horse will be more comfortable that for a limited time we are offering a 30-day, 110% money-back guarantee. If you are not totally satisfied with your shoulder relief girth, send it back for a full refund plus 10% of the purchase price. Don't wait. Order now for the best saddle fit solution available. At totalsaddlefit.com. Visit totalsaddlefit.com. Well, in honor of Mother's Day, tonight we have Susan Parks, Philip's mom on. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. I'm so honored to be on the show. Well, Glenn and I have been looking forward to this moment yeah, for like a Phillip year. Yeah, we kicked Philip out. He's we he's not allowed to talk. It's just us. I think yeah, I think Philip was kind of dreading it, but uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> cuz he knows us. Yes, yes, exactly. He knows he knows the situation, but you've got to start. I mean, when was like the first time Philip sat on a horse or or looked like he was excited to see horses well, and, and ride? We actually bought a small farm um down near the Windsor area, and he was around eight years old. And I bought it, it was just for me because I love the horses, and I actually was born on a farm. So I, uh, we bought the farm, and it was 20 acres. We had a couple of crappy horses, but you just see his eyes light up. Just when he looked at them, it was like love at first sight. Even though they were, you know, worn down old quarter horses that we got for nothing. He just loved them. And then we bought a, a, it was just like so many inappropriate horses. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah, but that's how they learn to stay on. That's how they learn to stay on, right? They get yeah, a good seat. Yeah. We, we got a, a, an Appaloosa with no tail, and we thought he would be a cowboy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Did he have we, a little we cowboy hat and cowboy boots? No, no, he just had the cowboy saddle. He always had the helmet, but um, <laughs> we, we took him out and the horse, because the horse was used to the guy falling off and getting drunk, falling off, and then he'd run back home. He ran Philip back home. It was so scary. Oh, <laughs> on the road, he stayed on the whole way. <laughs> Philip forgot to fall was, off. See, that's what he, he did, just forgot. <laughs> yeah. And How old was he when the Appaloosa took him back to the barn? Um, he was about nine or ten, I think. Oh my gosh, that would have um, been scary. Yeah. yeah, it was very scary. And we bought a couple it's, of. It's, sorry, it's a ride or die situation. <laughs> uh, it was the survival of a fittest. My mom is a Darwinist, you know? 
Well, that's made you tough, man. This is explaining so much about you. I can't even, I can't even say. This is good. I love it. (laughs) Then we had a couple of inappropriate therapists. Oh, no. What were these like? Well, the the one there, we still have her, and that was 22, 24 years ago. We still have her. And she... She's given us a, a few nice babies, but um, the one that was his best uh, show horse was Roscoe. His name was actually Promrose, and uh, we took him all over the place, and we took him to Michigan. It was great, and he he did a couple of things before the show because he was he got excited, so he jumped straight up in the air, and Philip <laughs> sat on, and he just laughed and laughed. <laughs> and when he went into the ring he was perfect (laughs) but it was just that first you get on and the horse jumps all four feet off the ground it was incredible that still happens from what i hear philip yeah yeah once in a while while. (laughs) you know that's what that's what happens when you first dressage horse is a is a thoroughbred who'd race for seven years i mean that's why i want to join i want to enter that you know yes. train your racehorse to do something and win some money i love it yeah. yes next year next year buddy yeah, we're doing that we're yeah. doing that i love it but you know it, it wasn't just me Reese. it wasn't just me that put him on bad horses <laughs> <laughs> after a while people got to know that he could ride well oh no so they, <laughs> They find these horses that nobody else could ride. And put them on him. <laughs> and put them on him. Off we go. You know, there's been a few times when when we went horse shopping. Um, I was like, yeah, Philip can get on the horse first. I'm not. No way. Yeah, see, nope. you too. Throw him up there. And see how he does. Apparently carry, carry on the tradition. Break. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever break a bone? Did he ever break a bone? How many emergency room visits? Did why you would have? why would you ask that? Glenn? Well, because I, valid. I think it's extremely a valid bad. Um, no no broken bones. I have no breaks. <gasps> yeah. Really? No breaks? Oh, I fell off and broke my arm on You're my first. You're a god, bed. Philip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm but like, like four <laughs> concussions. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that explains, explains it. so much. Know, my bones work good, but my brain doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> makes sense. So much. So much. Well, sense. he came through it all, and now he teaches people not to fall okay, off. Okay, I have a question for you, because we always talk about this with the girls coming up through their teenage years. We always say parents should get their girls involved with horses because they then uh, don't date guys till later on. They they don't notice guys for a long time because they're too busy with the horses. Did that happen <laughs> with Philip? that she, she he wasn't noticing girls no. till later? No. no, because Complete he had opposite, all the girls man. in the, the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The smartest guy. Like ever. the girls were yeah, that we had a barn with uh, twenty four stools and there were many boarders and many co boarders and all the boys would be around us. <laughs> they all were intra horses, weren't they, Philip? Competitive <laughs> horse dancing. <laughs> all of a sudden everybody wanted to come to Philip's house. <laughs> So yeah, amazing. You had all these young young men around helping in the barn, I bet. They were very helpful. <laughs> Except for when it came to throwing hay. I was just yeah, gonna say, did you ever get them? When hay comes around, huh? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was just yeah. gonna ask. Did yeah. they stick around for hay, duty? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So what is the funniest story you can tell us about Philip? Philip's funny story. Oh, there's a few of those. 
But do you know what the the name uh, Philip means? No, no. It means lover of horses. Really? No kidding. It was, it was destiny, yes, it does. right? I didn't oh, predetermine. Predetermine. That's super cool. I love it. So you're not gonna you're not throw him under the bus. Your mom is too nice to you, yeah. Philip. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. stories. No, I, I, I that's reserved for very close, and family. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! And you still, you, I know, I know you still help Philip with all the young horses today. You're still very active with helping Philip and his horses. I, yeah, I, I leave them around. Last year, didn't you? Get, didn't I fire you last year? Um, you also fired Meredith too, so I don't know. <laughs> That's why. That's true. Jeez. <laughs> That's true. I don't hey, want to. We can I'm feel not going lucky. Up there. We can feel lucky. We haven't been fired We're yet. Fired yet? No. <laughs> Jeez, it's amazing. Yeah. I, well, I can tell you something about Philip that will no, I probably will embarrass him, but. We were walking up at Palgrave and we were walking with a friend and he said, I'm the boss of me, except for when Meredith's around. <laughs> that's true of all of us guys, I got to tell you. Yeah, Everybody knows yeah, that's a husband yeah. thing. Everybody knows that. Yeah, that's universal. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked it up and you're absolutely right. Uh, Philip was the name of one of the five kings of Macedon and the father of Alexander the Great. And it means there you go. It means friend of horses. I didn't know that. Philip with one L. Yep. Well, something new every day. That. Yeah, look at that. Was yeah. planned? Was that planned at all when you named him? No, no. no. We didn't have horses at that time. No. <laughs> like, I always <laughs> thought because there wasn't two L's, you just spelled it wrong on the birth certificate. Yeah. Me. <laughs> no, that's that's the British way, Glenn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Getting our culture today. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. If you spell it with two L's, that's the surname. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. Huh. I yeah, there you go. Well, Susan, thank you so much for coming on, and happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there and, and every mom that yeah. has carted their kids around and, and takes them to horse shows. The horse and- shows. Yes, we've all been there in the rain and the snow, especially in Canada. I'm trying to and trying to breed those horses. And clean them up. Still. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Especially so. when you've got a gray one. Yes, yes. I don't think if I ever had kids, I would not have a gray pony. I can just tell you that right now. No way. <laughs> nope. <laughs> all right, Reese. Well, it's lovely to talk to you guys. Thank you, Thanks Susan. Thanks for stop coming on the show. Okay. You take care. Right, bye bye. Reese, she wasn't giving up any of the good stuff. I know. I think I, I think Philip had like a chain had a lead rope around her neck or something. Chain it was chain. like <laughs> Yeah, it's like don't you say it or I didn't I'll pull. Bribe her. She I didn't said bribe her. Now. She I should have I should have I should have bribed. I'm just yeah. saying there should have been brought some, some of those French French pastries home I know. and we would have gotten some all the good stuff. I know. Some macaroons or something. I yeah. Know. I know. I tried everybody. Uh, well, but. we apologize to the audience. We blew it, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Our opportunity. We did learn that Philip started young with the ladies. We did learn that. <laughs> I kind of thought that. Yeah, yeah. No surprise. <laughs> yes. But he ended up with the right one. That's he right. Ended up with the exactly. right one. <laughs> I mean, even though she's been fired, apparently. He's... <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> she's obviously been rehired again. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's do this. I have uh, one thing I wanted to talk about and encourage people to do. If you have never listened to the Driving Radio Show, we did a special episode this week. It is our fourth anniversary, Dr. Wendy Ying and I, for doing the Driving Radio Show. We started in May of 2011. Wow. And it's been a lot of fun along the way. We had a fun show just chatting, and we also talked about uh, Dr. Wendy came up for the weekend, last weekend, and I got my had my first driving lesson ever with Wendy. Really? And, yeah, and we got to wow. drive a couple of the days and do a Did she tell you it's, you're doing it wrong? No, actually, she was like, you could... You got this pretty good. I said, well, I've never had a lesson. She said, well, then you figured it out naturally because I really have nothing to there say. You go. Trial That's nearest. awesome. Yeah, so that was fun. And Scooter was great. The little hackney I rescued good was terrific. And he's looking all fat and happy. And uh, we also had a we had one of the most interesting people on. The, he's a regular guest on the Driving Radio Show. His name's Barry Dickinson. And he is a walking encyclopedia of all things horse. He just knows everything there is to know. It's unbelievable when you talk to him. And he came on to talk about hackney ponies. And he gave me the lineage of mine. And then he talked about hackney ponies through, the, through history. And it was just the most fascinating thing. He's just so cool. neat to talk to. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, if we have a topic we want to find out the history on we co- we just let Barry know and he, he just comes on and just knows all this stuff that's uh, awesome who, who cool. needs the internet who needs Google yes, when you guys got, got, right got Barry I said Barry it's so funny I said Barry how do you know all this stuff and he said well that's what God gave you a brain for it's like <laughs> <laughs> Very simple. I like him already. Very Obviously, I missed on that uh, front. Uh, <laughs> God forgot me in the lineup. <laughs> I don't know what Barry knows. But yeah. uh, drivingradioshow.com if you want to check it out. Wendy is a hoot. You'll, you'll love the show. Well, congratulations. That's fantastic, Lynn. Four years is fantastic. It's very cool. Yep. Very good. Well, well, excellent. Everybody, keep your emails and Facebook shout-outs coming. We will uh, next week have uh, we have a listener question in the queue already, so we will uh, work on that for next week. And you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website at dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com. And my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. You can find me at philipparksequestrian.com. And my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week for allowing us to put on a great show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back. And we will talk to you next week.